Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I will be your humble host. Serving Love is an exploration around some of the paths to show up and live as love and to be of service to something greater than ourselves. We will dive deep into topics such as sacred sex, God, goddess, spirituality, and an array of modalities in the world of personal growth. I feel so honored to have the privilege to share with you here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. Today, we have Kim Sims. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hello, my love. How are you? (laughs) So good. So happy to have you. So excited to have you. I'm like fangirling a little bit. I think about, I was like, I was thinking about how we met probably four or five years ago at this point. We were, Kim was teaching yoga. Do you care how I say how you're teaching yoga? People know, right? Naked yoga? Yeah, that's, that's my beginnings. Uh, I'm going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about it. So Kim was take it, teaching naked yoga at this community out in New Jersey, and I was a member, and I just remember Kim coming in, and this community was kind of full of <laughs> older, more conservative people, and here comes Kim in her, like, sexy belly beads. And her incense and her her goddess cards. And I was like, who is this woman? And we just had so much fun taking your class. It was just so delightful. We were out in nature and you were so vibrant and we had other goddesses. And it was just, it was just so amazing. And so I just always think of you in like that way of, of how we met. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it was a beautiful, and that was such a beautiful day. Like I, what I remember was the, um, the sun, there was like this canopy of trees mm. in the sky. And I, there was a moment when I was talking about the sun and the sun like came right over at that place and everybody looked up and it was just, just magical and beautiful. And yeah. Um, yeah, bringing sacredness to nakedness. My mission was to <laughs> change the way people feel about their neck, their naked bodies. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and you've done an amazing job with this. I, I remember there was an, a moment, and and I like I just remember this so distinctly of how. Um, we were at a meal and you had your veggie burger and you were like eating that burger. I was like, oh my God. And I've had issues with eating disorders my whole life. And you were feeding yourself unapologetically, just like ravishing this burger and like eating what you wanted. And you have this gorgeous body. And I just remember being envious and inspired of like, oh my God, look at this woman. Like, fully feeding herself like no shame around eating this burger like a regular bun you know to me I was like a bun what just at this point where I couldn't let myself have it and watching you just have it and being naked while you're eating a burger holy moly I was like who I have to know this woman You know what? That I'm so grateful. I love that you noticed that because honestly, <clears throat> yeah, it's orgasmic eating. That's that is oh. literally <laughs> that's that literally <laughs> one of my things is orgasmic eating and eating like fully with mm. all your senses to take it mm. completely and totally in and to have that experience and then you witness it years later and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it. Wow, it did not go unnoticed. I <laughs> felt it in my body. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yes. Oh my goodness, so good and yeah, and just your vibrance, like sprinkled throughout the years of 
you know, Mama Gina, which is this community that uh, we're both a part of and, and seeing you on Team Pleasure and just so, oh my God, ex- like you had this bouncy, vibrant aliveness. And even like we went to this same church I used to go to when I was in Brooklyn. And of course, Kim was the welcome team with her gorgeous red sparkly lipstick. And oh my God, it was like made church go, going to church really fucking cool. I just... <laughs> Yeah, the same way that I uh, did Team Pleasure with Mama Mm -hmm. Gina, I did Team uh, Celebrate with uh, Celebration Spiritual Center at church. Mm -hmm. Wow, crushing it. Like your kind of service is the kind that I aspire to be. Like the joy and like you're so delighted Mm -hmm. to be of service and I can feel that. And I just so appreciate that about you <laughs> oh thank you you see me i'm just having fangirling out over here oh, i love that i love that that's um well, I mean, you know i think that we um have an opportunity to know each other for so many years and to not be able to have some sense of reflection mm-hmm. on each other's work and you know, and how we have showed up in the world is, you know, very unlikely. So I think that, you know, your reflections of our experiences together are so on point. I love it. Thank you. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have you in my life. Oh, thank you. So sweet. Yeah. And I want to ask, like, because, you know, anytime where we're, I created this goddess, like pussy money club, and anytime you drop any inspiration, it's like mic drop. I am always like, where does she come up with this stuff? How do you keep your vibration where it's at? I mean, I'm sure you have your hard days, but I just always feel your connection to your higher power and trust, like how deeply you trust and your creatrix, like all at the same time, how do you do that? Uh, it's alchemy. <laughs> it's alchemy. And 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 the the way in which you describe my desire and joy, peace and confidence in serving others, I have achieved that with myself first. I've mm-hmm. had the opportunity to see when that is not happening when I am not cherishing myself. I I had a 20 year relationship Mm -hmm. where one of the big outcomes was I didn't cherish myself in it. And that's why the relationship didn't go well. And it it ended up being very toxic. Mm -hmm. And so when I am not of service to myself, then things don't, I don't create the life that I desire and the life that I want. And mm-hmm. so it's very much that put the oxygen on yourself before you mm-hmm. put it on your baby in the airplane. That is, is a really big philosophy for me that I, if I'm giving medicine, I must take the medicine first. If I'm giving mm. service, I must first practice that service. I know that when I'm uh, teaching yoga, I'm a better yoga teacher when I have been a consistent student practicing mm, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just the balance and that is the law of, you know, universe. And I, that's pretty much how I, I can, I stay consistent because knowing that whenever I do anything, like for instance, when I created the naked yoga, you know, when I created bringing sacredness to nakedness as the naked yoga goddess, it was this time in my life when I really needed to shed shit that did not serve me mm. everything. And I was going through grief of my, with my mom passing so unexpectedly, so quickly and, and mm. dramatically dealing with that where I was drinking and isolating. I was in, mm total and complete disconnection Mm. and the way I found that connection is by taking off all of everything on my body my earrings my jewelry my clothes looking at myself in the mirror and then I made the connection with my mother I saw the parts of her that were in me and then the, the parts of me that reminded me of her 
Mm-hmm. And that began this, this deeper connection to going within, to practicing nude, to being in connection with nature nude, to being witnessed mm-hmm. with um, by other women naked and invulnerable, where mm-hmm. you could just be who you are. And, and if I could do that for myself without judgment, then I could share that with other people. And that's how I show up Hmm. to share. Well, you're doing it in such a blessed way. It's, and it's really true, you know, getting to the light, like we have to touch our darkness. We have to go through that pain to come out on the other side. And it's just so beautiful to see your light. And I know you have, you have four, how many children? Four. Oh my God. And like, God, I can't wait to post a picture because you're, I mean, unreal. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so you're like taking care of yourself, taking four, care of four kids. You have this marriage that is not in its like your highest service of Kim. So how the hell are you navigating coming out of that? And what are you like, how do you feel now? And what's shifting for you? Oh, right. Um, so it's it, it's funny because the alchemy continues. And one another thing, uh, I guess, trope perspective that I that keeps me moving forward in this place of knowing is the heroine's journey. And the heroine's journey being so different from the hero's journey, you know, where he slays the dragon, gets the girl, and lives happily ever. The <laughs> yeah. journey, right? You know? Oh no, no, no. We slay the dragon, <laughs> cut up the parts, give it to the people, and then we go on to then face the mother of the dragon. And now we have to use everything that we learn from slaying the other dragon to now slay the mother of that dragon, the mother of all dragons, as they say. And then we slay that. And guess what? We are still not on a place where we can float or go off into the sunset. Now we have to learn even more because there's even more people and 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 um, um those who are coming behind us. We have that realization in in our total being of connectedness and sharing and others. And so now we're looking for even more ways to share the knowledge of slaying the mother of all dragons and giving that to other people. And while we're doing that, guess what? We find not a dragon, but a damn Sasquatch. The <laughs> yeah. Sas fucking Squatch is what we gotta <laughs> go in battle with, you know? And then plot twist, we fall in love with the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch <laughs> is actually... <laughs> And we're seeing seeing. So the heroine journey is ongoing. It's continuous. Mm -hmm. And so what we learn from one journey, we take to the next. Mm -hmm. And then the next and take to the next and ongoing until we become these beautiful elders. Mm. And I said to myself a long time ago, you know, I am preparing for my eldership. You know, it's not getting old, but it's this preparation for eldership. So when things happen, when life lifes, <laughs> I'm I'm always there feeling like, okay, what it what in wonder, what does this have? What what what's the next thing? What am I going to learn from this experience? I just expect it now. So I, my my ex files for divorce. He files for divorce in January of 2020. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm happy as a clam because as I said, it was a toxic, it was a toxic relationship 
it was to the it was very clear we were two good people that were that were together and together was making us bad people mm. <laughs> and so that was just so clear and so he filed and it was like okay 2020 let's do this it's january <sighs> new year and then march comes and it's so funny because um, I'm launching uh, my new brand and, and website, The Art of Selfie. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that. For the death of something and the birth of something new. Can't oh, wait to oh my God. It was exactly three years ago. And my plan was to welcome 10 women into my home. But with the pandemic and, you know, homeschooling my children now, that totally turned. It turned. Um, now I'm faced with my brand of the bringing sacredness to nakedness as intimate and being close. That was what I love. The idea of doing that online, I never conceived mm. of that at all, at all. So that was now in jeopardy. I am not only getting divorced, uh, but now the separation, we're under the same roof because it's a pandemic. Oh, and I'm gosh. homeschooling, not one, not two, not three, <laughs> four children. <laughs> because even my oldest being in college, he needed some supplemental because he wasn't going and having that college experience. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Well, is... college professor. And yeah. <laughs> so, so... What, so the thing was, so there was the art of selfing. I wanted to do this. I had a plan. I wanted to share this with women. It was the next beautiful evolution of naked uh, mirror therapy. Cause that, that's a big component of bringing sacredness to nakedness is getting mm. naked in the mirror, like getting naked in the mirror and just being invulnerable, being witnessed, and I being there with you. So that's where, you know, I was moving the naked, uh, uh, the art of selfing uh, to. And um, so that stopped. And I remember saying, well, I guess I'm going to have to use it on myself. <laughs> You're your test subject. This is test in <laughs> do it because I was planning on it and it wasn't you know who who could foresee a freaking pandemic and the whole mm. world was shutting down and I didn't I you know I didn't know um a lot about being online like a lot of people three years ago now I'm mm -hmm. you know I'm a little bit better but even now like I just got on TikTok so many people got on TikTok me too. I'm loving your TikToks, by the way. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm practicing here. And yours are like top shop. They've got, they're like, oh, you're doing it. It's so good. Post every day, play, play, have fun. And you know what? It doesn't help that I, I have a kid, I have a bunch of kids. You see your kids on there. They so definitely, I pass my TikToks by them all the time. I definitely do. One I'm of like, your girls. Is? Yeah, she's so cute. <laughs> Well, I want to speak to this idea because I think uh, something that came up for me when you were telling me all of this, and I think something that I see in this in this world of personal development is push hard, move faster, all these things. And it's like, no, life, like you had this idea, but life had other plans for you. And it took three years for it to come into fruition. And it's like been bubbling and stirring and like, you know, in the cauldron and like now it's coming out at, I'm sure what is the perfect time for you and your life. And so it's just this reminder that not everything always happens right away overnight. It's like, can we give it the spaciousness that it wants to be born and like allow it to be, I mean, you're such a feminine being in my experience. Like you really followed that path because that is what life was expecting from you. It um it it's that absolutely and it and it is it is 
the years of Mama Gina. It is the years of Celebration Spiritual Center. It's the years of ayahuasca and hape and mushroom. No, seriously, I, I invested. I definitely. Truly. Mm-hmm. And I can sit here today, not only the inner workings of my consciousness in my heart, but physically, I know I could see that those different things have played a part to play a part to the being that you see in front of you. And there's mm-hmm. certain things that I just don't believe. I don't accept. I don't live by. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it doesn't come across my world. I don't entertain it or participate in it. And well, uh, well bragged because <laughs> we know how hard that can be in a world that is constantly throwing shit at your doorstep. <laughs> and I think that, you know, my mama's child, I w- I'm a child that was, um, uh, my mother was raped and I was conceived out of rape. And I found that out like many, many years later wow. for 44 years, <gasps> um, my biological, I, the father that I thought was my biological father was not. And, wow. and because he was such an amazing dad, he took mm. such amazing care um, mm. of me. So there was no thought that he wasn't. And then when chaos ensued, that was like the first time, like wasn't the first time. Um, I've always been what what's called a clear cognizant, which is mm-hmm. knowing things without knowing why you know it, but you just mm-hmm. really have a divine. You're an open vessel that can hear the divine of angels. For me, it's angels, Orishas, it is um um other energy, especially other energy. So I've always been that kid and that mm-hmm. teenager and that uh adolescent always. However, it starts to definitely um when you trust it, when you use your intuition, when you use your knowing and you trust it and you go towards those um, those lessons that help mm-hmm. you to hone it better and, and to have better, like the earth medicines and things like that, then I can end up trusting myself. And, in, and 2020 was this huge explosion of inner trust and faith Mm, because mm -hmm. everything was completely chaotic. What person in their right mind, thank God I was at the time, would trust what was going on outside of them that had to be a better way. Mm, mm -hmm. And, And then I prayed for it a better way. And Mm. then I created it. And that's the art of selfing. Oh my God. I have goose bumps. (laughs) (laughs) Just like divinely downloaded through Mm -hmm. you being birthed out into the world. So Mm -hmm. tell me what is, what does the art of selfing look like? Like, is it a course? Is it one-to-one coaching? Is it it? like, what is it? Tell us all the details. (laughs) It's both. It's both. That's the beauty that, um, However, um, what I've done in my own uh, healing and, and courses and self-help, it's always been built this, this community. You know, mm. I've built a sisterhood, a brotherhood, a um, community in my culture as an African-American woman. Uh, I just found out I'm Nigerian. I, you know, traced my hair. It's just, <laughs> as a Nigerian and as an African woman, building community. It's always outside of us that we're building community, which is very nurturing, especially when you're walking into the world. However, mm-hmm. in those places where you're still and when you're silent and when you're alone and you're by yourself, that's the spaces where I feel like we we can take we can take more time to commune and create community with the inner workings of our mind, our consciousness, our heart, our spleen, our lungs, our um, our uh, spine, our kneecaps. As a yogi, I know what that that the, the the gross body is, and I also have learned the chakra, which is the subtle energetic body. And now it's beautiful that we are in a time where we are 
seeing and we're recognizing that the energy of the subtle body and the gross body it matters. Oh, it, baby, our, it does. Okay, okay. Our energy oftentimes proceeds our physical body, who we are, how social media is working oftentimes. So in, in learning that, wow, I really have this community inside of me that I want to cultivate. I want to nurture. I want to cherish. And in fact, it's it's an orchestra. It's, it's beautiful. It's a fucking art. It's art. And that, that self with the capital S is what then I can dip into like a paintbrush and paint and create my whole world, like a beautiful masterpiece. So that was the energy, the poet, the poetry you know, the divine poetry in my meditation that the art of selfing came. And I want that. I want to serve that for everyone. And the thing with the bringing sacredness to nakedness, it was so many years of like deep intimacy work. I mean, you can imagine people are mm. naked <laughs> probably never been naked before in front of other people or even themselves. Oh my goodness. The level of intimacy that I uh, experienced, I mean, I would walk away sometimes and I would just, I would go to a restaurant and I get some dinner and a drink and I just cry. And it mm-hmm. wasn't sadness, it was gratitude. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, wow, people, there was sometimes women that would come and they would just see me on Instagram and they would just come to a, a class and take their clothes off. But they, it was something that they knew they needed and to hold space to tell women during the time of Me Too, you are safe, mm. loved, and free. Mm. It was it was such a blessing, but I only worked with women primarily. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men would be like, oh, you know what? And what it, about it, me? <laughs> and it was some of the looky-loos and, you know, they wanted to just look at a naked woman. But oh, some of them, you know, but some of them, like, for instance, at, you know, the, the community at, at Rock Lodge, some of those men, they, they had these profound experiences. Oh, yes. Right. And so I was like, how can I work with men? And the art of selfing allows me to work really with everyone. And so the first time if we're doing um, the seven week, the seven week of deprogramming, and integration it really is it's deprogramming we are starting from a base level and really in, and introducing the laws of the universe as our new program to work on our new way to understand the world not even a program but a new way of understanding and a way of being mm-hmm. and deprogramming that learning tools tools that you can then take to integrate there to me there should be a lot more attention paid to integration so when someone goes away from this coaching from our experience they're good on their own and they now are integrating tools that will allow them to share their who they are that beautiful work of art with other people, with their friends, their family, their loved ones, with more confidence, with more peace, and most importantly, joy, 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 joy. Mm-hmm. And I feel so like that's I, one I, of your superpowers. <laughs> I, 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 I do call it my, I call confidence, peace, and joy my, my um, areas of expertise. It really mm-hmm. is. And it's a seven week, and you can also do a one-on-one where we just get a question and I ask you a couple of questions, like, for instance, how do you wake up in the morning? How do you go to sleep? How much water do you drink? Are you hydrated? Yeah. All of those, I'm telling you, they affect your internal self. A hundred percent. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. And I love what you say about integration. I think that's such an in- like integral piece of this work, I think that gets kind of missed sometimes. Like we have these huge experiences with, you know, incredible bodies of work and we walk away like high out of our minds and not fully integrated. Don't really have our feet on the ground, which, you know, 
feels amazing. But then we know the come down from that can be really painful. So I love that you want to set people up to work with you in a way where they walk away like feeling grounded, feet on the earth. They can like walk into their lives safely, you know, and like in their life, their human reality, you know, actually like being able to bring these tools forth. Yes, yes. And that's part of it. So I do something that's called the cipher. And the cipher. Kim, I, it's some woo-woo shit, and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's where we are. That's where we are. I'm not, I don't play the expert. And I, I, what I do is I support you in being your own expert. Because what have we seen experts? What have we seen the experts doing? What have we seen politicians doing? What have we seen the gurus doing? What have we seen the so-called leaders Everywhere mm-hmm. outside of us, we have seen disappointment, disillusionment. Mm-hmm. And what I can say is that the ways that got me through the divorce, got me through my mother's grieving my mother, got me through not knowing who my biological father was and then finding out that, that I was conceived from Ray, who got me through were those expressions and instances where I got to express myself. Mm-hmm. Where I got to say, you know what? I want to create. I know it sounds crazy. I'm a mother of four and married. Uh, a course where I'm getting naked with people. I know. Like, I want a yoga class where I'm getting naked. But there was something in my being. And here I am now, five years later, talking to you about that and it being the foundation to what I can offer to the next group of of people that I work with in regards to intimacy, self-intimacy, self-pleasure, orgasmic eating, mm-hmm. you know? And those the whole things- week, just an orgasmic eating, please. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. <laughs> it's self-pleasure week, yeah. <laughs> And I love this. And I, and I just like, I mean, first of all, thank you for sharing so vulnerably about your own courtesan's journey. You know, I think it's so powerful for people to hear like what a human being could move through in this lifetime and then like be a mom. And like, I know you mom hard. You're not just like sitting, like you're a mom, you know, mom and you're following your dreams and like your creating and community and like you're just such a beautiful stance for what is possible especially like for kids like holy shit and look you're glowing it's kind of insane <laughs> oh thank you well the starting with mama gina I, one of the things i was the i was a mom and there were a lot of women that i was hanging around and they weren't mom and i was like how do i find my pleasure as a mother <sighs> and it wasn't my children and so that's where my company came from the pleasured mom wow. bringing life doesn't mean my life has to end so good like what a freaking tagline because i mean i know for me i'm not a mother yet but that is certainly a fear like how want to speak to like how do you inject pleasure in your day when you have all of these children to take care of and love and like send them out into the world like like what would you do for yourself during a day when like everybody's home and there's lots happening how do you where do you find your pleasure my i think my my spiritual practice and this really started to uh become solidified in 2020 when everything shut down. I did it. And I started to make this distinction between self-care, <clears throat> excuse me, and pl- and pampering myself. When I couldn't get my hair done, my nails done, my eyelashes, you know, uh, what I put makeup on, nothing was going on. I learned to turn to um, meditation daily meditation, even if it's five minutes, you know, just being 
conscious and focused on your breath, which I've always known that just being a yoga instructor and, and a practicing yogi, that the present moment when you can inhale and exhale kind of like extends and expands your entire life. So the spiritual practice where I just um, at minimum meditate for five minutes, stillness, close my eyes. And sometimes I have to start at 5 a.m., five in the morning and get up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then after I uh, meditate, and I pray. And a prayer, I have this really great, you know, like I said, I, my dad is so great. He sends me these daily, <laughs> these daily um, little affirmations oh, and, and Bible verses and everything. And he sends it every day, like in this group text to a lot of people. So that's my prayer. I read that. And then I have a journal. And then I, I write, and I don't write like, Oh, or angry, you know, but really something affirmative that mm. usually about what I read that my dad, um, so like maybe it's usually a response. That is the response. And then I move my body. And, you know, the thing about moving your body, I believe you organically and moving your body from the sacral chakra, which is just sensual movement. And mm. sensual is just liking to your senses. That's how I do. I I have a AI. I can't say it because it'll turn on, but I have an <laughs> AI. It's very sensitive, and it'll start playing whatever song. That's the beauty about technology when you allow it to work with you and not against you. I, whatever song I might wake up wanting to hear. And that's why I ask people, "How do you wake up in the morning? Is it some that 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 that?" Because that's <laughs> Bad. <laughs> like not it's not bad but we can improve that let's improve it but to wake up dancing out of my bed and moving sometimes <laughs> daughter, she'll record me because i'm it, it feels good and mm. here i am i turned 49 last week and i'm telling you it's like my last year of my 40s i'm moving i'm grooving my girlfriends came over and we had a little dance party up in here <laughs> Just keeps getting better. <laughs> but I realized this is what I desire for my life. This is what I desire. Honestly, even as a little girl, I wanted to be that 40-year-old, that 50-year-old that I saw on Oprah. And, and it was like, you, I can't believe that's her age. I saw yes. this woman on Oprah when she was 60-something years old. And I was 20 in college. And I remember saying, that's going to be me. I said that. I That's going to be me. And those desires, those secret alliances and, and, and affirmations that we make in our heart and mind... That's the things. That's what really creates our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And when we can sit with that honestly, then it comes up. So that that's how I start my day. I started with meditation, with prayer, with writing, and with some sexy dancing. <laughs> Hot damn. And I also just want to frame, like, not only are you a mama for building your life, creating your dreams, you're also in New York City. Like, like this is, I just... I just love for people to hear what's possible because I think people have this idea of like, oh my God, no, it's too busy. I can't take time for myself. Like it, yada, 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 like all these reasons. And yeah, I'm not excluding the fact that people are really fucking busy, but like it's possible, you know? And so I just love to hear that. Thank you. Well, the thing, okay. So I've had kind of like two lives and that is part of, you know, um, sitting with your life and being accountable to it instead of in judgment of it, mm. uh, being looking at your life and observing it instead of, you know, being like anxious about it. It's it's been a practice that I've been doing, and it really works well. So one, when I had three children under five. And at the time, I created the pleasure mom, and that was what I did. Now, now I, I'm divorced, and I co-parent. So he has the children for two weeks, and I have the children for two weeks. The two weeks that I have my children, I'm about my children. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna. Mm-hmm. 
get me, you know, and I have a flexible schedule. I see my clients when my children are at school and things like that. And I, I've made that commitment pleasurably to myself to do that. So that's one of the reasons why I want to be an entrepreneur. And I've found my talents that, and what I, how I can use my talents to serve people and realizing that I'm not going to serve Target. I'm not going to serve a nine to five that well. I'm not going to be as good as it as someone else because it doesn't fit my personality and, and, why again two good things a nine to five is something good i'm a good person together we're not aligned we don't make sense we're not good together Mm. and um so and then when i'm not with my children i'm focused i'm doing my business i'm hanging out with my girlfriends i'm creating um i i get to i schedule my regular acupuncture i schedule my regular massage okay i have also moved to Staten Island. Staten Island is an untapped gem in New York. That's all I can say. It's a beautiful, wonderful borough of parks. I have a Vespa. Oh my God. I love it. Let's keep it like under the radar. So it is still green and lush for you. I'm telling you. And that's what everyone says. All the Islanders are like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> so the possibilities are there. I say all that to say, when you really want something and you get aligned with what you really desire, mm. it's true. The whole universe raises up and mm. presents itself. And I knew that there's a certain life I want to participate and have. Mm. I want to allow flow through me as a vessel in and I make it an intention of mine to create that whenever I see possible Mm. and what I don't see possible you know I just breathe and I know it'll come I breathe I know it'll come (laughs) So good. And I love it. I love the way you talk about the laws of the universe. I was thinking, like, when you said that earlier, I am curious, like, what's one law of the universe that you feel like it'd be helpful for people to know? Because I even love when you drop little tidbits of that in our in our group thread. I'm always like, hot damn, woman. Like, tell me more. <laughs> well, I, I think that, um, well, the, the big one that we are very, that we know a lot about is the law of uh, of attraction. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the law of attraction because it's people know that your energy matters and what you put out there, you put out there, it's coming back to you. But there's also something underneath, you know, just like deprogramming. Deprogramming gets underneath. So underneath the law of attraction, another component is- You little kitty, Right? He, he he has to be a part of it. Yeah. What you desire desires you. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Here at Law of Attraction, he's like, here I come, ladies. Call <laughs> me somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm here. I've arrived. <laughs> you know. Cat. That's what we're talking about. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Well, that's the well, what the pussy radiates and that energy that our pussy puts out where we get and that's the importance about orgasmic living it's that Mm. what brings that orgasmic feeling and i'm not talking about coming like coming is great and that's but that's sexual when i'm talking about orgasm it's, it's from within and you know you can have it eating you can have it uh drinking a cup of coffee in the early in the morning and you're like oh god i feel alive you know? <laughs> so but, but going back, well, the law of attraction, you know that what you are desiring, if you are desiring, for instance, a man who or a partner who is X, Y, and Z, there is a partner out there 
X, Y, and Z, and they're also desiring you. That frequency of energy is really, really real. If we had the capacity to see it, we would see all the different colors and and states and and, and strands of Mm. energy. And so keep putting that desire out there. Don't shut it down. Don't suppress it. Don't feel like, oh, I can't because it wants you. It's searching. It will find you. And when you put it out there authentically, honestly, let it let it fly. You never know what you will attract and where it will take you next. We don't know anything, but to just experience it as an open vessel is part of, of having faith that what the universe is we are made of that same thing. So no more as the universe can be destroyed, can we be destroyed because we are a part of that same thing. As within, and this is another one, as within, so without. As above, so below. As, you know, what is going on in our mind, what we think, mm-hmm. what we create, what we imagine we can have it Mm. can be possible that's the within it's in within your imagination whatever within your imagination can be without in out in the world Mm. well thank you for that reminder because i literally had a temper tantrum the other day because i was like i'm sick of this shit i haven't I've been living in that desire and holding open and wanting it for something in particular for such a long time. And I haven't gotten it yet. And I'm pissed about it, you know? And so actually allowing myself to have the temper tantrum felt really, really right and really good because sometimes it's a lot to just like keep holding that vibration of like, I can have it. I can. Sometimes you just get tired. And also just want to say like, and give permission to not always be perfect at it. It's like, go be pissed at your higher power for a minute. I had like a what for with God. I was like, what the fuck, God? I'm mad. I like stop my feet. I was like, how long are you going to make me want this thing for? But actually allowing myself the space to be right with my upset and everything like felt so good. And then the next day I was back in the, I'm good. I can have this, you know? And I think there is this idea that goes around, especially in these communities is that you always have to be raising your vibration all the time. And if you have one bad thought, then, oh my God, to hell with everything. It's all going to come crumbling down. And I just want to say that it doesn't work that way. That's pretty inhuman, right? Like I think that Our souls came into human forms to have a human experience, not trying to ascend, you know, be an ascended master in this lifetime, but like be here on planet earth and like get upset and then, you know, come back to this place. So just want to say, you know, it's going to look imperfect, right? Like it's never going to be like, I'm just holding open and I'm ready and it's good. And I know it's going to happen and just trusting all the way through. That's right. I mean, the whole love and light and things away. I, you know, I, who told you that you weren't going to fight? Who told you you weren't going to scream? Who told you you weren't going to cry and bleed? And who told you that? And then the idea that you can't get mad at God, why not? I can't handle it. Do we really think God cannot handle our little anger? Like, come on. Like, talk about ego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about ego because that's exactly what that shit is. It's yes. our ego. 100%. And when our ego starts to kick in, then we must be ashamed of God. God is God. We can't show up. God hates us. No. God is punishing me. God is punishing <laughs> God is punishing me, putting me through these tests, got me in the the human Olympics. No, baby, God ain't doing that. 
It's not. Mm. That's not what's going on. <laughs> I know. But there is a way to know where that the origin story is. Mm-hmm. Sit with it a little bit. Sit with it, and that's another thing that a lot of times the whole spiritually bypassing love and light takes away and keeps us getting these dopamine hits in the experts and 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 all of the programming because the mm. dopamine hits are part of the programming, and when you don't just sit with what it what is your worst fear. I had an ayahuasca experience and one night and you just sit with this medicine. You just sit with it. Okay. And that was because I didn't never, I never knew I could do it on my own. Now I know I don't necessarily have to have an ayahuasca trip and, you know, with a shaman that I can actually just sit with the worst case scenario. I'm going to lose my job. I have no money and be homeless. Sit with that. Just sit with that idea. Hmm. I'm here with you. Let it happen. Breathe into it. Hmm. That will break you down. There is no boogeyman. There is no demons. There is no green Martian aliens coming. It's that (laughs) fucking thought that that you're going to have to live and you ain't you don't know how you're gonna live. Hmm. So sit with that. And 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 that's a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to just sit with that. That worst case. And then yeah. if you can do it in the present moment, you'll find a lot of things will come up. And there and in that are, there's intelligence. There's intelligence on the next step. And that's what you found when you allow yourself to have that little temper tantrum. That's right. That's right. And I love it. And I'm sure this is what you work with people with too, is like really sitting with themselves because there's so many distractions now, right? There's social media, this, there's this program and the job and the kids. And like, we're so distant from ourselves, our souls, our hearts, our bodies. It's like, we don't even really know ourselves, like the depths of who we are. And it's so important, you know, to be able to create in the world that we desire to, to be able to be with people that we love, like to really know ourselves fully, which I mean, I don't really even know if in a light in a lifetime, you can truly know yourself all the way through and through because we are this like cosmic mystery. (laughs) And I don't know, part of it is this is all just a like one big game for me right now, like Mm -hmm. this infinite cosmic game, like who the hell actually knows you know Mm. yeah it is it's like a that's my grandfather clock (laughs) (laughs) the grandfathers are here too getting all the spirit guides in our call the grandfathers the pussy like let us know we're right on on the right track it's right on time (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah you know that's i'm um Yeah, I think that you were saying something and I was just going to pretty much agree with that. Um, Well, why don't you tell the people how they can find you? We're going to link all of this in the show notes, but let's hear it from from your lips to the goddess's ears. Tell us. Tell us how. (laughs) Oh, okay. So for the first time today, right here, right now... I am letting everyone know that you can sign up and register for my services at theartofselfing.com. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. What pretty perfect timing too. Cause like you literally just finished it. And I don't know if last week when you like clicked the calendar link, I mean, maybe you did to like have this chat with me that you were going to have it finished by now. So I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. So excited to put this in the notes for everybody to find you and see what you're up to and just to get a dose of your magic. I just, yeah. Everybody go see Kim's new website, hire her, do her thing. She's amazing. Like (laughs) get in her energy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. It's been such a pleasure. And it's just, it's an honor to know you. So thank you for being a sister on the path. And uh, until next time, serving love. Love you all. Mm, Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to Serving Love Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. You can find me in social media as Meredith Lynn. Until next time, I wish you lots of love. Thank you.